All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fuck, Nicks? What's happening? I am Mark Marin. This is my podcast, WTF. Welcome to it. How's everything by you? What's happening over there by you? Are you okay? Where are you listening to this? How's the workout going? How's the drive going? How's the, uh, how's everything on the potter's wheel? Everything working out? How's that color work for you? Is that the right color for your painting? How's everything in your relationship? Is it tedious? Is it exciting? Did you have a good day? Did you have a good night? Are you on your way out? Do you not know how to get out? I hope you're all right. I get worried about you. Today is an exciting day on the show. Today, William Shatner is on the show. William Shatner came to my house. You know who William Shatner is. He's, he's the only William Shatner there is. He's also 92 years old, and he's still like doing a million things. And he came over with a list that he couldn't find on his phone. TV shows, a documentary, hearing aids, a watch, an NFT, his charities. I got a real kick out of the guy, even though he, I don't think he was trying to give me a kick. I just, I think I had the right attitude about it. I, I'll talk about it in a minute. If you live around here or you're coming into town, I have some dates coming up. I'll be at Largo next Thursday, June 8th for a comedy show. And then again on Friday, July 1st for the music and comedy show. I'm a dynasty typewriter on June 10th and Saturday, June 24th. You can get uh, links to these tickets at WTFpod.com slash tour. But let's talk about some stuff, can we? It is Today is the beginning of, of Pride Month, if I'm not uh, mistaken, LGBTQ plus Pride Month. And if there's ever a group of people that could use some tangible and, and uh, loving support, it's this group of people. Because they seem to be you know, outside, you know, culturally, truly in the crosshairs of the uh, fascist contingent of this country, which is real and true, whether it be Christian fascism imposing uh, Christian morality or some sense of Christian rules onto culture at large or just uh, regular old hateful cunts. So this is an important Pride Month in that there is a, a significant cultural tsunami being directed against the LGBTQ community on all sides, on all fronts. These are the groups that get it. These are the groups that, that take the hit. The groups that, you know, have the courage to live the lives that they want to live or feel that makes them whole in the face of the status quo, which is slowly becoming quite restrictive, quite imposing, quite frankly, fascist. And so much of the gay community in this country, and I think in the world, was defined by their lifestyle and putting that forward as, as not, not a weapon, but as a consolidated front to define their community. And those communities from the ground up are being attacked, physically attacked, 
verbally attacked, attacked through propaganda, attacked through state governments. And I, you don't really know where this goes, do we? I mean, in this month, this, uh, this Pride Month, you know, I think that we should all take it to heart that this community is seriously under attack and it's verging on violence. And in a lot of ways, it is violence. And uh, uh, eventually, and, and probably in the not too near, the not too far future, it will be state ordained violence or incarceration for for rights that have been fought for 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 years. This this pushback on any sort of progressive legislation or freedoms that were fought for for years has been sort of boiling and just under the surface for decades, and now it's it's out and it's ugly. So do what you can to push back or support or, or you know, just show a little love, man. Because I, I have to live with the fact that there's, you know, groups of comics that feel like their jokes uh, about, you know, trans life, LGBTQ life, that, that you know, that these are, you know, it's, it's their turn or, or that these are, are all done in good spirit. But if it serves the bigger agenda of right-wing ideological annihilation of that community, whether it be culturally or what I think will eventually become literally, then, uh, you know, who are you? What are you doing? Without tolerance, democracy is useless. And I've said that before. But look, show a little love, a little love to your LGBTQ plus brothers and sisters and in-betweeners or whatever anybody wants to be called they will be called but uh this is their month and it's an important one because they seem to be really under attack on all fronts in an unabashed and uh normalized way in many states and communities in this country okay so william shatner everyone knows william shatner he's a character uh, I didn't know what to expect. Uh, I knew he was 92. I had no idea. I know his public self like you know him. But I'll tell you right away, he drove up here himself in his in his Porsche SUV. And right away, we, we just started talking. But I kind of got a, a read on him pretty early. I said, this guy's just, uh, he likes being difficult. <laughs> and that is, is something that I understand. And I, you know, I could definitely work with that because I find it endearing. Now, you know, this whole thing with, with William Shatner starts off pretty funny because he's literally doing a million things. And like, he's got a new reality series, Stars on Mars, which starts next Monday, June 5th on Fox. He's he's got this series, The Unexplained on the History Channel, new episodes through June 16th. He's the subject of a new documentary, You Can Call Me Bill, which will be released later this year. He's a spokesman for Hearing Life, a hearing aid company. He has a new watch called Passages that he developed with uh, Eggard Watches. He has an NFT he just launched with Orange Comet. He has his Hollywood charity horse show coming up this Saturday. And, uh, you know, he was very concerned at the onset that uh, we... You know, that we weren't going to get to all that. So we, I think we spent a good amount of time uh, trying to find them on his phone. And I knew I would have them. And I told him that. But, uh, but, but it, this whole engagement was completely hilarious to me. 
and fun. And I think I'm kind of giggling throughout most of it. And I just got a real kick out of the guy. And it was, uh, it's, it's a, it's a top rated from where I'm sitting across from the chair where people sit. This is a, a top rated WTF experience, uh, for me. And I hope for you as well. Uh, enjoy uh, this conversation with William Shatner. I'm a big cooker. I well, cook. What the fuck? Yeah. I, I, I said, is there anything to eat there? And you're... Your lady said, no, there's, uh, you know. Oh, well, I mean, it's my house. I mean, it's it's limited to so what I, gotta, I have. Do you want I me got, to? I got a biscuit and some jam. Do you want? And I got, <laughs> do you want... but great coffee. But that I, place. I, I wouldn't have been able to provide a biscuit or jam. Okay. Why uh, not? Because I I'm, I don't have those. I have toast. I could make a toast. Yeah, toast, yeah. <laughs> the, they had a biscuit, so I said, yeah, I'll take the biscuit. It was all dry. It was cold. Now, what the, why didn't I have to? Why didn't I ask them to I, heat it up? I, I, and the butter was cold, so you uh, couldn't spread the butter. And I'm afraid of choking. Are you afraid of choking? Yeah, sure. I'm afraid of a lot of things. Yeah, like me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm afraid to go to sleep. <laughs> I am too. You are? Well, my shoulders bother me. Yeah. See, I see guitars there. You play them? Yeah. Are you a musician? I play guitar. Do, are you a musician? What's, What's your it, background? I'm a comic, so I do comedy. I do a little acting these days. I do this. this you do work. stand up. I do stand up. Oh, all the time. we talk about that. What What are the and guitars? I, I play guitar, but I, I don't. I'm I'm wary to call myself a musician. I play a long time, but I don't play with bands. I don't. You know, I play a little bit out. I'm a musician, not professional. No, no. What? You got I, better definition than all that. Yes, I'm a musician. Okay. Yeah. Good. But you like I was listening to that blues record. You played with a lot of guys. Did I? Why do you know that? Yeah. Do I know that I play with a lot of guys? Yeah. Yeah, I know that. But I mean, I don't know how those recordings are made. Like, oh, you know, like I mean, are you in the room? With no, the, that's, that's you're absolutely I mean. right. Yeah. So I make the. So we write the. Well, in this case, yeah. uh, they're all existing blues songs. I got a number of. Uh, yeah, a bunch of records, but like it seems like you have some. You're fair, a frequent collaborator of Richie Blackmore. Well, Richie Black—I've never met—I don't think I've met Richie Blackmore, but I know his music. Right. So I like I. Well, we'll talk on the radio what, what okay. I'm doing. Do you have a, a big day of uh, business no, today? No, no. This I did one this morning. What'd you do? Uh, CBS. CBS. What the, the news, local news? Well, I, I've got something happening immediately, and then I got all this stuff happening in the future. What's the most pressing? Uh, a, uh, a charity horse show on June 3rd. Oh, okay. Hang on. So I got to get what I'm trying to promote here. What, here on this show? Yeah. Have you got any of it? Yeah. The Unexplained is happening. You got all that there? Uh, you I do. Got, uh, you got a watch. A watch. <laughs> Don't laugh. It was a long time in making. I'm sorry. Yeah. You can call me Bill is happening. That's a the documentary. That's a documentary. Yeah. Then uh, done another documentary. Stars on Mars. Uh, Stars on Mars, which is happens happening? June 5th, I believe. Yeah, on Fox. On Fox. Yeah. And you've and you're uh, uh, NFT uh, June 13th. Isn't which, it? which one's that? Well, it's new. What is that one? What is that one? Yeah. You know what an NFT is? It's a, what the crypto thing. 
Where you uh, well, crypto. You're mixing up a lot of stuff that I think is commonly mixed up. NFT is the the non fungible token. Right. What is yours going to be? Well, it's complex, and I'd like to talk to you about it. Okay, and uh, and also you've got the charity that you just mentioned, and the charity, the, and the hearing, the hearing uh, for life, hearing. Of, well, I got other things too. Yeah, that's a lot well, of stuff. Well, it's even more than you know. So I don't yeah. know. But how long have we got? We're almost done. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's funny. See, that's the kind of uh, stuff. <laughs> Couldn't help it. No, that's good. Yeah. Let me just, I don't know about you, but uh, uh, this electronic stuff just yeah. is uh, a little too complicated. I tried. What do you mean? Well. It should all be on one piece of paper, on one, one page. Of the, well, what about filing? Do you know how to file on, on the phone? phone? Yeah. I don't know. Do, do you need to? Why, can't you just go back to the email? No, but with, uh, a few days go by, you can't find the email. Yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't tried filing on my phone. So I'm trying to invent uh-huh. I've got a patent yeah. on the idea. Anyway, of what? A filing. Like, say, put this under and, you know, yeah. uh, NFT. Oh. So now you want to get it? Get you can't me. do that? Is there a way of doing that? I'm, I would think so. Well, it seems like... I don't know it, so I'm trying to invent that. Well, shouldn't you find out whether it exists or not first? Well, I'm trying to. Right now? Nobody knows. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't know. I don't know. So? There's got to be, maybe you should call Apple. Do you have a guy at Apple? No, but I got a guy. See, this is what we could talk about. We're talking about it. Are we on the air? Sure. Okay, so I got a guy who has a lawyer. Yeah. I know a guy who has a lawyer. Right. Who's a patent lawyer. Right. Yeah, so he says, well, we can register that patent. Why not? Well, I said, but I I don't know how to do it. He says, okay, it's the area of research. Then we'll find out how to do it. So I said, what I want is to be able to say, file this under NFT. Yeah. And it goes... And it goes to NFT. Right. Now I want to find it. I say, NFT. Right. It yeah. comes up. Right. I've got albums coming up. I'm working on songs. I think, yeah. Where are my songs? Right. I can't find my friggin' songs. Right. And then you like songs, and it comes up. Right. Yeah. Wouldn't I, that be wonderful? I, I, I feel like it has to exist. Well, I don't know that it does. Okay, but... In, but in its simplicity, it doesn't exist in its simplicity, since two intelligent guys highly... Intelligent guys yeah. like you and me right. don't know anything. But right, but I don't like I half the things on my phone, I don't know what the hell it does. And I stay away from it. Half? Okay, most. Ninety eight percent. Okay, that's so, more than half. But I like the approach that instead of like doing a little research to find out whether it exists, you'll take out a, a, a preemptive patent. Yeah. Just in case it doesn't. Well, that's what they do. <laughs> that's how this patent lawyer makes his living. <laughs> I'll, I'll register a patent pending thing. Sure. And then we're on. And so <laughs> All right. Okay. So so that's so, so no, we can't I'm, really promote that because it doesn't exist yet. But the no, idea is but good. But the idea is good. <laughs> I mean, maybe somebody, li- <laughs> some of the many millions of people yeah, listening to this sure. broadcast will have an idea. And they'll come at you. Well, no, at you, because yeah. it's your broadcast. Yeah, they'll be like, tell Shatner I had that patent. Tell him to stay away from it. Right. How about just, uh, uh, I'm just trying to find the things I'm trying to promote. I think we mentioned most of them. No, we haven't even begun. The b- <sighs> really? understand, Yeah. I can't. You want how far back you want to go? I <laughs> want to go back to childhood. Let's do it. I, there was a I've got a patent on a pair of diapers. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because you, when you look up your name, you're listed as a Canadian actor. 
I am. I know you are. Yeah. But I mean, so that's why it's listed that way. But do you consider yourself a Canadian actor? Yes, I'm a Canadian actor. <laughs> but you've been here for like uh, longer than you've been alive. Years. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, you... I if you ask me why I yeah. haven't become an American citizen, oh, you still haven't? No. Oh, good for I'm you. I'm a Canadian citizen because you can get out. What? You can get out if you have to. Why would I want to get out of the great United States? Everybody's saying that. Oh. Get out. This is only a period of history, man. I know. This was the, the, oh, it's going to uh, pass. The American, uh, yeah, it'll pass. See, my theory is like so I, bad, I, I like don't want to end meal. up. I don't want to end up, you know, at the border of Canada as a Jewish refugee. I'd rather have the paperwork to well, be able to get. Or, uh, that's true, and I am looking for land in Canada. You are, yeah. All right, so but that's for my kids. I'm not going to oh. be able to use it. Yeah, but why are you thinking for your kids' future? Why not? Why not? Stick because with in the... case they have to get out of the country. <laughs> <laughs> so, so your point of view is. <laughs> Only based on the fact of the, your age. The, yeah, right. And you don't well, want to travel, right? Uh, well, the, the, uh, uh, one of the tabloids called, uh, sent me a message. We're yeah. going to do an article on you wanna, you're, di you're dying. Uh -huh. I said, what are you talking about? He said, well, you said you're you're near death. I yeah. said, we're all near death. <laughs> you know, who knows, walking out of the studio, somebody else is going to drop dead, not me. I had an but, idea. But a, we're what? all near death. It just enhances life. So they're going to do an article about my thinking I'm, near, I'm nearly dead. And I said, if you write that, I'm going to sue you. Right. Yeah. I, I came up with an idea for, a, I don't know, it was either for a joke or just this thought I had in my head of a suicide note that just said, why wait? <laughs> Well, well, <laughs> yes. How funny that is yeah. because it's so close to the truth, right? Why wait? So why wait? Why live? What's the meaning of life? You go to so you go along the, those lines. Yes, that's it. The it's perennial the big question. Que the perennial question. Sure. The eternal question. Sure. Why are we alive? What's the point? How are you doing with that one? Well, it's a joke, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, the 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 the, the, the whole thing. The whole thing. The Kinda. the eternal joke. Yeah. Is. We live and we die, and what's the point? Yeah, and why wait? Well, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, in to, in terms of you coming back from space, yeah. Well, have have you felt? Has it? Are you changed because of the realization you had in space? It's a that's a complicated question. Well, if we you want have to get time. into it right now. We have lots of time, right? Sure, I have okay. all day. Well, how many? All day. We have all day. And no, no, you have all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're lodged in your magnificent premise here. Yeah premises um but your experience in space like from this well, is this is what it enhanced what i what i already knew but but did you, you want me to tell you about that? i do okay so for many years about 60 yeah uh years ago yeah. i read a book called the silent spring yeah by um uh, I knew the name a moment ago. I'll give uh, it'll while we back. talk. It'll, it'll come, come to me. You see, you could just say to your phone, "Who wrote the Silent Spring?" Uh, right. I could oh, probably well, do it. I think I probably right. have Siri hooked up here. Right. Uh, do I? And maybe it's Hey Google. Hey Google. Who no. who, who wrote the Silent Spring? It didn't come okay. on. I'll, I unplugged I'll it. I'll think of it. I unplugged it. So so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it uh, doesn't. It, it, well, she, I think she's long dead. Okay. Um. But she forecast yeah. all this, and I took all it to heart. The global warming and oh, the yeah. existential threat that yeah. we face the worst. through Anthropocene activity. Yes. So I took it to heart, yeah. and I began to talk about it in interviews. Hey, you know, and these reporters would say, oh, this dumb actor thinks we're yeah. all going to die. All right. Then a, a friend of mine uh, who became a friend of mine, Michael Tobias, who was a well-known ecologist, yeah. asked me if I'd like to make a— a series of uh, hours 
of Gaia, the uh, Greek god of the, of the earth. Right. So some people either pretend to believe or in some cases do believe that Gaia, yeah. the goddess of earth, is yeah. alive. The earth is alive. And given some definitions of life. Literally or metaphorically? In Gaia. some cases, literally, and in most cases, metaphorically. It's, it's a word explaining a lot of things, an idea. Because the earth maintains its temperature. Yeah. The earth maintains its salinity. Yeah. The earth maintains its oxygen content. Right. The salt content of the of the waters. Yeah. The earth maintains itself. Yeah. And... And as we human beings, when we contact a bug that is going to kill us, yeah. our bodies heat itself up and destroys the bug. Right. Well, what is Earth doing right now? Yeah. It's destroying us, the bug, yeah. which is killing it. We are the virus. We are the virus. So, yeah. so in many I ways of saying, well, is it alive? We fit, the Earth fits into, an except it can't reproduce itself and all the other. Okay. So the Earth isn't literally, literally alive. Yeah. But we might all agree that metaphorically, Gaia lives. Sure. All right. But Gaia is sick. Yes. And I've known that for a long time. Sure. And increasingly, and I'm more, I'm very fearful mm. for my children and my children's children. Do you have grandchildren uh, now? Yes. Mm. And in fact, yesterday, uh, we visited great-grandchildren, two of them. Yeah. Oh, wow. So two little babies, uh, six months old, three, four months old. Oh, that's old, exciting. And three years old. Yeah, it is exciting because there's new life. And there's new exciting life yeah. already burgeoning. You yeah. Know? yeah. Like, what's what's next? And what's the meaning of life? And why yeah. am I alive? And why wait? Yeah. Are they going to, he's the little <laughs> kid's going to ask that why momentarily. Wait. Oh, why wait? Oh, you don't want the kid Well, to why wait? Yeah. So you say, well, you wait because... And now amazing. we come to the answer of what I saw in space. In space, we are insignificant human beings. Totally, yeah. On an insignificant yeah. rock yeah. in an insignificant galaxy, yeah. solar system. Is this the beginning of the new Star Trek? Uh, right. <laughs> no, that sounds like Star Wars. Yeah. In the beginning, yeah, yeah. no. It's I'm I'm yeah. I'm yeah, I'm, no, I'm delineating yeah. Yeah. our insignificance. Yes. That's what you felt. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because. The 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 Milky Way is not a very you know big time galaxy. It's sure. a little average thing like yeah. among billions yeah. of galaxies, right? Okay. Billions upon billions of planets, yeah. Yeah. and we're this little rock with this paper thin atmosphere. I got up to fifty miles, the Kármán line, yeah. and I was now in space, floating, floating, yeah. But I'm a pilot, or was, I'm not current now, and I know that you can't go above 12,500 feet yeah. because the oxygen leaves you. You need oxygen above yeah. 12,500, okay? Right. You're in the dead zone. Yeah. And as the people who climb the mountains yeah. know that you need oxygen yeah. because every time you're above 20... 20,000 feet, you're dying. Yeah. And you got to get up, you got to get down, otherwise yeah. you'll die. People right. die. Sure. So I, 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 I know... That Michael Tobias and I went around to all these places and shot film. Yeah. I saw a lot of places many, many years ago yeah. that were threatened. Right. Since then, they are more threatened and, and dying, like the Arctic and the Antarctic yeah. are, are, are changing. So now I'm in space. Yeah. And 
I've gone up into space with this knowledge, but now I see with my own eyes how insignificant our planet is. It's yeah. a rock. It's a. It's you. I saw the beginning of the circumference of the rock. I could trace in a circle with my fingers the circumference of the Earth. Yeah. I mean, how small is that? Yeah. I've have you driven across this country? Yeah. So you see how endless it is, right? Sure, it feels the, like it. The, the, yeah, the the roads disappear into space, yeah. into into infinity. Yeah. And you think, my God, how am I going to get? And I've thumbed, I've hitchhiked across. Yeah. It. I've driven motorcycles across it. Really? I've driven trucks across trucks. it. I've driven alone across it. Yeah. I've driven with a dog across it in a truck. I've driven every which way, and it's endless. <laughs> but it's not. Yeah, it's the smallest little thing you've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> with these, and it's so, so the small rock has on it smaller little ended bacterial things like us. Yeah, so we're living on this small rock, and we're insignificant. Insi- yeah. insignificant rock, insignificant uh, yeah. uh, 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 Milky Way, and so everything's insignificant. So what are we doing? Why wait? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now the answer for me, and and maybe for you, maybe. Is, I'm on board now. Okay. Yeah. So now the train stops here. Okay. We are observers of the insignificance and the monumental forces in the universe, the incredible majesty Mm. of what we can see with our extraordinary intelligence and destructiveness. We think of the Hubble telescope, now the Webb telescope, all for pure knowledge. Yeah. How generous, how magnificent, yeah. how holy is our is our human being. Yeah. And then we look at the <laughs> what kind of swear words can we use? All of them. The, the fucking unbelievable evil that we're capable of. So we're capable of inventing and spending billions of dollars on the web telescope for pure knowledge. Yeah. And then we wage war, total destructive war on human beings, destroying them and and using up the very material that we should be saving because yeah. we're all going to die. I mean, the absurdity of our minds yeah. from one end to the other is what I came back with. Right. The sadness of of the dis- extinction. The disappointment in humanity. B- but it's both disappointment yeah, and, sure. and, and yeah. the enthralling. Yeah, the celebration. The celebration yeah. of humanity in its extremes. Yeah. And that's what I came back with, that we are witness to the magnificence of the universe yeah. and the incredible stupidity of our destructiveness. Yeah. And how to make sense of that. And, and how do you make sense of it? Well, you don't. I mean, and then you get yourself into the inventions yeah. of... Artificial intelligence. Oh, what about that? Well, what about that? So now you're into another area sure. of total benefit. Humankind will go to the stars. We're incredible. We've invented machines that are going to think for us and yeah. make uh, estimates and, and calculate and yeah. and do things for us and yeah. at the same time destroy us. Sure. So are you a spiritual person? Yes, I'm spiritual, but I was asked on the air the other day, do I believe in God? I said, what does that mean? Yeah. He said, well, God. I said, you mean somebody dressed in medieval robes, 
points a finger at you? Yeah. He said, yes. I said, no, I don't believe that. Yeah. But spiritual? Yeah. The incredible. Look. Yes. Look. Gaia. Ga- Gaia. Yeah. And that's what I was about to say. So Gaia has existed. Yeah. 3.8 billion years. Yeah. This planet has been evolving. Yeah. For that length of time. Yeah. Life formed, I don't know. Two billion years ago, the the, yeah. the plant started in yeah. the in the in the ocean. Something had to get out of the water. Something had to get. Well, that was a little <laughs> later on. Something had to get. I gotta get out of here. I'm wet. Yeah, exactly. I'm cold and wet. It's funny. So yes, yeah, something got out of the water. <laughs> yeah, was grass really, uh, and then mm-hmm. that became trees. That became and so uh, uh, the evolution, the incredible, yeah, creeping. Basic intelligence yeah. of evolution. Yeah. What is the basic intelligence of evolution? If it works, it stays. If it doesn't work, it doesn't stay. Adaptation. Well, Adapt- adaptation is as simple as, I'm sorry, this doesn't work. Yeah. Whoop, you're dead. Right. So this thought is, it's yeah. 3.8 billion years of right. evolution. Yeah. And these incredible entities that are alive, which presumably ends up with us, are alive. Mm. It took 3.8 billion years to evolve the life forms that exist on Earth today. Right. A lot of those Earth forms are extinct now and growing extinct as you and I talk Mm. because of global warming, because Mm. of what we're doing, which means millions of things that took all this time to evolve. I'm going to live, says the insect, says the beaver, says the man. Yeah. And now it's gone, and we didn't know it existed in the first place. Yeah. How sad is that? And all that came to me. Profound sadness. When I was up in space, yeah. and when I landed, yeah. I was weeping, and I didn't know why. Wow. And I was in grief yeah. for all this. Yeah. And this is what I've come back with. And do, do, would you say that you're depressed? Despair. Hmm. Like a, a, a mild frequency or it wake up like, oh, God. A deep, profound sadness mm. over what I see. That you didn't have before. I, I didn't see it with the illumination. Right. I see it now. Right. So now it takes a little more front and center. Yeah. And what's interesting is everybody I talk to about this says, oh, yeah, I see what you mean. Or, yeah, I've been thinking that. Yeah. It's so disturbing that we don't do anything about it. Well, yeah, because the next, uh, they say, yeah, I see what you mean. And then they're like, do you want to get something to eat? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You kick, because it's like the person who owes the rent and says, I can't think about it. Let's go to the movies. But it's also, you, there's a powerlessness to it. You know, like, no. what, you know, as a person. No. What? It's not powerless. We can do something about it. If we all get on board. Well, I asked a, a Nobel Prize winner. Yeah. Saying, why aren't all the scientists doing a Manhattan yeah, Project right, to, to get the, uh, the methane and the uh, uh, carbon dioxide out of the air? Yeah. He says, we are. It's a, now it's a timing thing. Well, now it's a race between. But God forbid we stop the, the, the sort of machinery of capitalism for five minutes to give the, the earth a breather. You remember during the pandemic, granted, a lot of people were dying. People were scared, but the air was better. Things were better. Animals were more excited. They're well, down in the neighborhood. Chernobyl. Again. You know the ground around Chernobyl? Yeah. It's filled with lush animals oh, yeah. and lush plants. And yeah, because nobody's around. Because nobody's there. Yeah. Yeah. They, they come back. They come back. Instantly. Chesapeake yeah. Bay. Yeah. 
20 years ago, yeah. couldn't eat the food coming out of the yeah. shellfish. Yeah. Used to be the the most wonderful, uh, fecund yeah. uh, feeding by where Native Americans were eating shellfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're able to build islands yeah. with the shells of yeah. the shellfish. Yeah. Stopped. All of a sudden was poison. Yeah. 20 years goes by yeah. because we, we stopped everything. Yeah. It's back. We're eating shellfish. 20 years. But these are not new questions to you. You think about space and science a lot. But, like, did you, you weren't brought up with any religion? I'm Jewish. Yeah. And Jewish religion is— I'm a, Jewish. I, yeah. Funny you don't look Jewish. Uh, is that true? Yeah. You don't look Jewish. No, you don't look— You, you look Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> You don't look Jewish. Did you, did you, what does Jewish look like? You know. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> the Vikings were everywhere. They I spread know. their big blonde seed everywhere. I was hoping I had some Viking in me. I did the 23rd in me, 23 in me, right? Because, like, some of my people come yeah, from Ukraine. You're, yeah, well. Right, but I thought, like, oh, maybe. Well, Vikings did get to Russia. I know. Yeah. And I thought, like, maybe there's a little Viking in me. I, it didn't indicate that. Oh, well, a little Viking is a misnomer. Mm. It's a big Viking. We're probably too big for, <laughs> this, for, for that, grandma. No Scandinavian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you grew up in Canada, so, like, I'm kind of fascinated with Canadian Jews and English Jews, British Jews. Well, being Jewish is fascinating in its, in its own way. Sure. Because... It's both a religion and a yeah. kind of club. Yeah. But when you, how religious were your folks? How many? Quite religious. Yeah. Yeah. I went to synagogue every uh, Saturday. Really? Yeah. In where? Montreal? Huh? Montreal? Montreal's got a large, large Jewish, Jewish community. Jewish community. Yeah. Yeah. And Toronto. I yeah. Think. I mean, Canadian cities, and I, I believe the way it happened was yeah. a, a lot of European Jews had to get out of Europe. Uh, uh, di- at different times. This, but yours, the, your folks came from before the Nazis, right? Yeah. Been like, oh, yeah. Um, my mother was born in Canada. My father, at the age of 12 or something, got came out. from Austria. Yeah, long oh, yeah. before the Nazis. Yeah. But even long before the Nazis. The Russian problem. Oh, yeah. the Russians, the Spanish. <laughs> sure, everybody. Every country. I've, I've been stymied. By what anti-Semitism is, I don't, I don't understand anti-Semitism. Like, what are you kidding me? I mean, uh, Two thousand years have gone by, and you're blaming me for somebody who didn't know anything and yeah, killed and somebody. Also, just, what do you, what do you, what, but, but we've forgiven countries. Seven, it's been seventy-five years since the Second World War. We've forgiven everybody. They're our allies. They're their precious allies. Seventy-five years. Yeah. We've forgotten everything they killed. Yeah. Two thousand years isn't enough time to say, "Hey, wait a minute, guys." Yeah, we didn't do it, but yeah. even if we did, I'm sorry. Yeah, ease up. Uh, okay, ease up. <laughs> and what are you worried about? What we're just we're just we mutter some words we don't understand in a synagogue and go about in the, in but, the it, bagel. But, but it also has to do with exactly what you were talking about before adaptation. Uh, they we survived because you know we had to, and the ways we had to do it were ways that required our mind and our intelligence. And in yeah, for, but I'm talking about. But I, all of that I agree with. But I'm talking about what is what what is a neo-Nazi saying? Yeah, that the Jews conquer the what are you kidding? That we you run the world. Five million people. Yeah. How are the, yeah, or know, is it I ten? Know. You know, they got to blame somebody. But what are they blaming? They're blaming us for uh, socialism, communism, global domination, new I, world I, order. I know, but but it's, it's, it's absurd. I know. You get somebody, anybody, mm. and say, wait a minute, that, that's impossible. How do we control the banks? Yeah, How do we care. control the? I mean, that's absurd. It's some all conspiracy some individuals. Theories. Yeah. Because Jewish religion Mm. says, you know, uh, education is a really good thing. Exactly. So educate yourselves. 
for a number of reasons, not the least of which, yeah. because of the various countries that have kicked us out yeah. over the uh, 2,000 years yeah. or more, because when the Israelites were in Palestine, there were wars yeah. all the time. The yeah. Hittites were sure. there and the, yeah. you know, there the, the, the were tribes were warring all the time, yeah. but but not on anti-Semitic grounds. Just, right. You're there and I want your, I want your horses. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, I'll a lot take, of the take some of these animals. Take some of the and take some of the trainers. Sure, because the Israelites <laughs> yeah. had great chariots and chariot horses. So over the the border, over the horizon would come these armies and grab. No, don't grab the wheat. Grab yeah. the guys that are training the horses. Look at those horses. Can, yeah, look at those horses. But look at the trainers yeah. of the horses. Well, see, the, I think what you're making a good point is the reason they don't like us is they're jealous. Well, but everybody had horses. Everybody had, yeah, they're jealous of what? We're, there's so few Jews. Jews are amazing. No, now you're going the wrong way. <laughs> We're, Jews are no different than I anybody know. else. I know, I know. The variations between the, the, the religions, yeah. the variations uh, of whether you uh, blow okay. smoke or you, you, you sure. have a canter yeah. or, or the, or the choir sings a Latin hymn or, yeah. or, you know, you, you worship, uh, uh, the, the, the Muslim God, yeah. you know, whatever it's the, the variations are so minute that a, a, yeah. a, a, a somebody studying it is saying, yeah. well, they're practically the same. Come from the same place. All the headquarters are in Jerusalem. Well, I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> they're all right there. So I, so I'm, I'm serious. Yes. Here I am, and I'm an old Jew now. Yeah, and I still don't understand anti-Semitism. Yeah. what the hell are you talking about? I don't get it, and and I'll go to my my graves not not getting it. So you were bar mitzvahed. Yeah, and your folks. What kind? Of, what what business were your folks in? My father was clothing manufacturer. Oh, yeah? Yeah. In Montreal? Montreal. Like schmatas or good stuff? Well, no. Somewhere between schmatas and good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the half-life of the... Uh, no, he made men suits for working people. Oh, yeah? And he'd go out and sell the... the, the oh, like, a, like to stores? Like, yeah, you know, stores all around take Montreal. Take the stuff? Take his all suits the small out towns. On yeah. a rack? Yeah, yeah. There you go. And sell. And, yeah. And he'd come home and be gone and go and come. Good and go. guy. He was a great guy. He yeah. was a very he was a well known element in Montreal um, charity. Oh yeah, yeah. He was a very uh, he was a well known good factor in. I talked in, to Monty Hall. He's another uh, Montreal Jew. Yeah. Did you know him? I knew Monty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I interviewed him before he passed, and yeah, uh, yeah his he, his father was a butcher. Yeah, yeah, and he comes from a butcher. Yeah, juice. you know, the, yeah. the, all these yeah, yeah. Uh, little um, small companies, yeah. small uh, mom and pop is what yeah, I'm yeah. for. All these mom and pop sure. shops. Yeah, and that stems from having to run from the country with a wheelbarrow and sell stuff out of your wheelbarrow, which became a cart, which became a stand, which yeah. became a store, and sure. it became a business. And what, what do you have, brothers and sisters? I have two sisters that are both in Montreal. Oh yeah. They're doing all right? Well, age is catching up with everybody. Sure. Uh, but like, so what makes you decide to go into show business or be an actor? What are you looking at when you're looking at the screen? I'm making sure that the vocal doesn't go too loud. Oh, I see. Yeah. I'll, I'll pull back when I... Oh, no, no, you're right. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, certain, what makes me... Yeah, uh, I mean, like, did, did decide to be an actor. Was it, Did your father have uh, different expectations for you? Was there no, pressure? Yeah. 
Yeah, he wanted me to go to business with him. Oh, he did. Um, I'm Making sent suits? to a. Uh, did I'm you work at the? Did you work at the suit place? Not really. I fell no. asleep there. <laughs> it was the damnedest thing I would get in there. Start yawning. <laughs> um, I was sent to one of those two week camps that parents send their children to. CDP, oh, you know, yeah. go to camp for two weeks, see yeah. the country, you know, and they would put on a camp play. And yeah. I was in the camp play, and I did well. Yeah, got approval, and I've never done anything else. Just loved it. They loved me from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you it's loved it. And you, well, loved I, I, I didn't know anything else. I was watching a um, documentary yeah. on um, uh, O'Connor, uh, the MMA guy. Oh yeah, uh, yeah Connor Connor uh, uh, McGregor. McGregor. I watched that. Did you watch it? I didn't. I'm not an MMA guy. I am an MMA guy. Oh, so you you so know? I what? watched Connor McGregor. What did you What did you take away from that? That a guy should eventually stop. Well, yeah, but no, but what I took away <laughs> yeah. was his son. Yeah. Here, punch this, punch that, get oh, that. Yeah. The little kid, yeah. The little kid, he's three years old, yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. punching the bag, and yeah. he's enthusiastic about punching the bag. Yeah. What do you think he's going to do when he's 5, 10, 15, and 25? Well, either he's going to do that or he's going to hate it. No, no, he's going to do that. He loves it. He's okay. three years old. He loves it. Okay. He's going to punch a bag. He's going to be the best fighter ever was. I don't because know. Because he's, no, it's as, fighting and punching will be as natural to him as speaking in the microphone is to us. But it was also nice uh, how much he loved those kids. Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah. The, the, I, all I'm commenting on yeah. is this three-year-old did mm. something and will continue to do so um, when he's 93. I did something when I was six, and I've never done anything else. But what was the journey like? You know, what were, what were your expectations? Did you? Tr- well, I did children's radio. I did some radio. I was on Canadian Broadcasting Corporation radio when I was a teenager. Yeah. I did. I, I was. Then I went on to Stratford, yeah. Canada, when I was in my twenties. Shakespeare, and, uh, Shakespeare, and then yeah. Ottawa Repertory, yeah. and then Toronto uh, Radio and and Television and Theater, and then. Then to New York and uh, How, Broadway. So what was the big shift? So after you do, because I've noticed even now in Canada that if you have uh, talent and you can show up for work that, you know, in the arts, you'll get an opportunity. Not necessarily. You don't think so? No. I think the, like CBC well, no, is. no, I mean, the, the stars have to align. Mm. It isn't like going into a butcher shop and saying, all right, here's how you cut the meat. And you get the, you know, you want boneless ribs? I'm yeah. going to show you how to get boneless yeah. ribs, okay? Sure. Sure. Uh, a, 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 a figure of opposites. Yeah. So here's how, because apparently it's hard to butcher boneless, get the rib meat Off the bone. Uh, and Before not have the bone. Before you cook it, yeah, yeah. 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 So you don't have the bone. Sure, yeah. Uh, so that's like an art form sure. for butchery. yeah. But you can learn that. Sure. Now you're a butcher and you go and hire yourself out as a butcher. Right. You can't do that as an actor. You need somebody else to hire you. Yeah. So where is that other person? Yeah. And 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 who is it? Yeah. And it's uh, they're all they're only hiring six year olds, yeah. not sixty year olds. Sure. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'll be back next year. <laughs> so I mean, the, the stars have to align to get a job. Yeah. And after a while, you're changing. So you know, you're six years old looking for a job. Yeah. Now you're ten years old, and you're yeah. and you're getting older, and you're looking for different kinds of jobs. Yeah. And the job, not only are you shifting, but the job is shifting. Sure. 
So it's a sliding, mud-filled... But it sounds like you were working all the time. I was. And then when you go to New York, does that continue? Absolutely. I, I was the most working actor in live television that existed. I went from one show to another. The reason why was I had 10 years of theater experience that American actors didn't have. I was in front of an audience since I was six. Yeah. So I knew about hitting marks, and I knew about learning lines, and I knew about composure when a big camera, because there were big cameras, yeah. and would come right up to within yeah. two feet of you for a close-up. Can you imagine? The thing is purring, because it's going, because the fans yeah. are dissipating the heat from the tubes yeah. that are inside <laughs> it, so it's an alive animal, you know, and just making a close-up of you. You're going, what the hell is that there? And you're supposed to say, I love you, and all you can be conscious of is there's this machine with its Hot nose machine. right in your face yeah. and I love I love you know <laughs> but so, you didn't have that because you, you were focused I was focused I knew how to entertain an audience since I was six and and you did almost every television show in existence every television show in existence <laughs> did, you, did you like it I loved it yeah yeah because I was putting together a family I had now I had to pay the rent Oh, yeah. Not only for the rent for me, but I'm going to pay the rent for At the it. beginning? So when did you have the first kid? Well, I was late 20s. Oh. So that's the one with the great-grandchildren? That's the one with grandchildren now? Everybody's got a grandchild. Oh, wow. I have three daughters and three daughters of, of, grand, of children. Okay. And kids. And, and the oldest has great uh, Whole new ones. Child yeah. has doing. So when you're doing all this television in, in America, like, you know, are you are you hanging out? Are you having a good time? Are you... No, I'm working. I've got this family. I don't hang out. What you do don't? I, where am I hanging out? I'm in Queens. Oh, where do you hang out in I've Queens? I've lived in Queens. Yeah. So where do you hang Over out? Over by the studios? Is that where you lived? In no, Astoria? there were studios now. I was living in, uh, in an apartment building filled with people who were working people. I took the subway into New York to go on Broadway. Really? Yeah. Well, so, so you live in an apartment in Queens. Yes. When does uh, when when do you start to get out of the apartment in Queens? Well, then people notice me in Hollywood. Oh, how that How would you like to come from TV? To, uh, from TV, yeah. From the live television, yeah. People in Hollywood said, "Oh, what is that guy?" Yeah. And oh, we're making this movie. Let's get him here. I go there. And uh, they said, well, you like to be in this movie. Oh, yeah, I'll be in this movie. See, Which I, movie was I that? don't get I don't remember. You don't remember? Uh, something. The first movie? No. The Oedipus, Oedipus the King? The Brothers Karamazov. The Brothers Karamazov was the was first movie. Yeah. Uh, and, Neil Brenner. Yeah. How was that guy? He was funny guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean amusing. Yeah. He was... Uh, he was a strange guy. He, he had his own <laughs> ways of doing things. He used to like kicking me in the butt when I'd come on the... Oh, really? Yeah, he'd, he'd kick me in the pants. <laughs> and, and and I was this young actor, yeah. who, you know, enthralled with uh, Hollywood. Yeah. Hollywood. You were? Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm, here I am. Yeah. I spent my life looking at actors yeah. on the silver screen, and yeah. there I am among those with actors. With Yul Brenner. And there's Yul Brenner's kicking me in the butt, with, yeah. you know, playfully, but... But sort of dismissingly, had a little edge to it. Something. Well, when do you kick somebody in the in the ass? Yeah, I don't know. You it's know, never good. Never good. Even as hey, there's <laughs> there's Shatner, <laughs> boom, and he kicks me in the ass. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Brunner, yeah, 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 Brunner, yeah. you're just kicking me in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> but then you also did like the the Nuremberg movie. The yeah. big guys in that. Well, you? then I began. Well, then I I had my own aura around me for you a did? little bit. Well, I start on Broadway and start in films. So you're, I mean, so you're in the you're you're in the game. 
I'm sort of in the game. Yeah. Right, and you're hanging out with Montgomery Cliff. and uh, Well, I'm not hanging out. I'm watching them. I'm watching them come in for a day and be drunk. You know, Judy Garland and Montgomery Cliff. Little, yeah. Being a little uh, out of sorts. Burt Lancaster comes in and plays a role for one day, and then we uh, they applaud because he does his yeah whatever the yeah. can you do a Lancaster no, imitation? No, no, nobody remembers Burt Lancaster. I remember him. Anyway. Great actor. Yeah, you and I. No, no, no. He was he, he, had, he had a great look. Uh, a great actor, I wouldn't say he was, but he, yeah, but he had a personality. Tracy. Spencer had, Tracy, huh? Spencer Tracy. Spencer Tracy was a great actor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Burt Lancaster. I just saw him in an old uh, film noir, The Killing or something. About yeah, I mean, he's Seattle a wonderful yeah. personality. Okay, okay. Um, he used to be so he played that personality. Yeah. My, my story about that is, yeah. uh, so he did. He, he used to smile a lot because he had a great grin. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and it's there are the teeth. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't remember exactly what he sounded like. Right. But you used to be able to do a great Burt Lancaster yeah. imitation. Oh, yeah. So... So there was Burt Lancaster doing Burt Lancaster, Lancaster doing his imitation right. of a German colonel or whatever sure, it was he sure. was playing. Yeah. So then we heard the next day that he wasn't happy with his performance. Yeah. Could he come in again and do his performance? Yeah. The director, what's his name, said, "Okay, yeah, sure." So he comes <laughs> yeah, in again because he was a star. Yeah. Yeah. He comes because yeah. he's a star. He comes in and does it again. Yeah. Does exactly uh, what same? he did. The day before. Oh, yeah. Stanley now, Kramer. Stanley Kramer. Stanley Kramer. Kramer. Yeah. Uh, so uh, everybody's kowtowing yeah. to the stars. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So Stanley Kramer says, yeah, come on in. Do it again. So he does it again exactly like he had done it the yeah. day before. Right. Because he's Burt Lancaster. <laughs> he doesn't, he, he's made his fame and fortune on yeah. being Burt Lancaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he does Burt Lancaster again. Yeah. And, uh, you know, okay, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> and then you move on. And you move on to the next guy. So in the early days, they're doing these movies with these Early people. days when? When you're doing these movies. Yeah, these the movies. First, yeah. The first movies. I mean, did you feel like you were on a trajectory to be, you know, to become a contemporary of Paul Newman and you know, I was. Steve McQueen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I worked with Steve McQueen. I worked with Paul Newman. How was that guy? Nice guy. Which one? Steve McQueen. Well, what do you mean a nice guy? What does that mean? Nice I, guy? I've been on sets. Yeah, did but you what enjoy? does that mean? Nice guy. Good morning. It's good to see you. You didn't man. have. A, you don't did, hang out. Did you? Did you have a good? Did yeah. You, that coffee you how's had that, last yeah, night was yeah. it good? How's that yeah. roll? How's, how's that, that biscuit? Is how's it dry? That biscuit? Is it a good biscuit? It was dry. Hey, he's a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then yeah. you know, uh, that's not a nice guy. All right, all right. So I don't know. You don't, Paul Newman. I don't know. Good morning. Good morning, Paul. Good morning. Good morning. You know, what's your name again? Shatner. Oh, good morning, Shatner. Shatner. You know. Yeah. You know, All right. All right. Okay. He's so, a nice guy. I don't know. So I'm there. Yeah. But then what happened was somebody said, there's a role, there's a Broadway lead that they want you to play. Yeah. So you have to get out of your contract with MGM, which is what I did. Oh, really? I went to do a, a play on Broadway. And they asked you to get out of the contract with MGM? I had to I had to say to MGM, I want to go do New York. And there's no movie for me here right now. Yeah. So I'd like to go. I say, okay, go. What did your agent say about that? I'm sure he wasn't happy. I don't remember. Oh. But, you know, agents agents are, are good guys, too. Yeah. Hi, agent. <laughs> nice guy. Glad you, you know, but... Uh, they're after the money. They're yeah, after sure. the money. Of course, of course. Yeah. Do you regret that decision? No. Okay. No, I've blundered around. Here, you and I are talking. I've yeah. got all kinds of stuff coming up, and yeah. we'll talk about that. I've got all kinds of incredible activity. Yeah. And always. I, always. I, always. More now 
at this age sure. than I've ever had before. Yeah. Albums and documentaries and films and NFTs. And, and, and I'm working on a new album, a, a singing, a children's album. And I'm working on uh, selling always, shows. And I'm walk, working, working on pr- yeah. doing publicity for right. these things with sure. you. And <clears throat> I mean, I, I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. All I want to do is get on a horse. Really? And I haven't got time to get on a horse. But why, why, why? Do you have a choice? Well, I do, but I mean, it's there. Okay, okay. I'll, go, I'll do the horse tomorrow. I yeah. can't do it tomorrow. God, I'll do it the following. I'll do it on the weekend. Who's getting you all these jobs? Are you sitting around going like, I got to do another break? No, uh, somebody comes up and says, how would you like to do this? I got a new show coming up called Stars on Mars. Yeah, Stars on Mars. Okay. It's a comedy. Yeah. Well, yes, it is. Yeah. It wasn't going to be. <laughs> I mean, yeah. as far as I know, because right. it's just happening, they say, how would you like to be like the host on a on a show called Stars on Mars. Yeah. A group of stars goes on a simulated- Fictional stars or real stars? Real stars. Yeah. Real people that use names you would recognize. Sure. Names of which I know nothing, so I don't recognize. Nice guys? Uh, oh, nice guys. <laughs> Hi, nice guys. Good morning. <laughs> I wonder how nice a guy you can be if you're in competition with somebody else. And the competition is you're going to try and better be be better at something than the other guy. Well, look at that McGregor documentary. There's your answer. Well, he's a nice guy. Sure. Uh, but, he but, described but, himself as a kid from the, you know, the slums. But I mean, when you're competing, though, you, you, you have a choice. Either you're going to fuck with the guy's head or you're going to be a nice guy. Well, and, no, you can be a nice guy and fuck with his head. Sure. In fact, how great it is to be a nice guy and fuck with your head. Yeah, nice guys are big, fat fa- Yeah, they fuckers. come at you sideways. Yeah, I know. I didn't know he would do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He fucked with my my left side, and now he's working on my right. So you got all this stuff going on, and it's good, but you don't— But I don't have any plan. I hear people saying, well, uh, you know, I'm plotting my next career move. And I laugh, like, how do you plot a career move? Well, I mean, okay, so so here—okay, you do the show in New York. You leave MGM, you do a Broadway show. Yeah. And and then you think you're going to be a Broadway actor forever. Well, I am a Broadway actor. Right, you did well, a one-man on show Broadway. on Broadway. Yeah, I've been on many three times. Broadway shows. Right, long-running shows. Yeah, so I'm a Broadway actor. So, how does this all, like, eventually you get this job? As but the, there's no all. Uh, it just it's a potpourri. I get it. It, I get it. it isn't a a ritualized painting. It's you're throwing paint. It's a modern American expressionism. You're throwing paint at the canvas. Right, and, but you decided to do all the work. You I just decided somebody offered me a, a job, and I would look at it and think, hey, it looks interesting. I'll do that. What well, are the what considerations? Uh, what How many days? The, where is it? And all that y- stuff. Yeah. What well, does it pay? Yeah, yeah. Do I have to go away? Yeah. Is the role good? Yeah. Is it, well, yeah, you make those judgments. Sure. Uh Mostly, how good is the part? And, yeah. But what will this do to the family? Is it another? The family's the big consideration. A big consideration because you got to you got to support. Well, you've the got family. responsibilities, and yeah, then you've yeah. got exactly. Yeah. You want to be there, and yeah. to make a, to pay the rent, you got to go there. Yeah. So you've got these choices. And you got to figure out. But it seems like you what you were able to spend a good amount of time with your family. Not really. No. Oh. Like I did a series called "For the People," and I was in New York. Yeah. For six months while I had three babies. Oh, my God. That's hard. When did Star Trek happen? After that? Yeah. Well, after that. Yeah, after that. Yeah. And then that took over your life. 
for a few years. Well, it was three years. Yeah. Every day, go down to the studio. Yeah. Work. Meanwhile, I was getting divorced. Uh, so that was the first time. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Come on, you're a nice guy. <laughs> no, I'm a nice guy. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, I'm a nice guy. Yeah. yeah, no, I've I've been in and out of marriages. Sure, uh, I'm, I'm not judging you. Yeah, me too. But the long long term. Yeah, I, yeah. I, it's not. It wasn't like overnight. Twelve years the first sure. time. Seventeen years the next time. Oh that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Twenty years now. Wow. Yeah, well, that's great. Yeah, but I so, but I didn't. What I didn't realize because you know, I'm not a, 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 a you know I I don't want to offend you, but I'm not a big Star Trek person. That doesn't but it, offend me. Good. But the the thing that, that I didn't realize was that it wasn't popular initially. Yeah, it was like in the top 40 shows. It was was on the margin of cancellation every year. But it was enough to identify you with the role to the point Isn't where something? it stopped yeah. and you were in trouble. Well, probably. But yeah. you mentioned Steve McQueen. Right. So Steve McQueen did a, a number of series or one. Or yeah. Two. Anyway, uh, when I knew him, we were doing live television together. Yeah. And then uh, he went on to do a series, Rifleman, or oh, yeah. something where he carried a gun and, and it? It got very popular. It wasn't Rifleman, was it? No, it was something else. That was Chuck right. Connor. Right. Yeah. So when he did a series in which he carried a gun. Yeah. I remember having the gun across yeah. his shoulders. Yeah. I think was the image. That, yeah. So, so he does that and then immediately goes into a big movie. Yeah. And all of a sudden, all the opinion mm. of all these high-paid agents and things like that changes from you don't do a series because you don't, you're not going to be taken seriously as an yeah. actor. If you do a series, goes immediately that night goes to oh you got to do a series to yeah. get into movies. Yeah, that's how much anybody knew. Right. And so I didn't do a series. I'm a serious actor on yeah. Broadway. I do movies. Oh, I better do a series. Yeah. Here's a series. Okay, I'll do a series. In space. Yeah. Yeah. And that was part, that's what drove the decision. Well, the more complicated story is this. Uh, I, if I remember correctly, I was in New York. Yeah. The phone rings and it's Gene Roddenberry saying, we've made this pilot yeah. that didn't sell yeah. with Jeffrey Hunter an actor, popular actor at the time. Yeah. Uh, they're not going to buy it, but they want to remake the pilot because they like the idea. Right. Now, I've never heard of that before or since. Yeah. They said, we're going to remake the pilot. We would like you to play the lead. Would you come to New uh, to Los Angeles to look at the pilot to see whether you would like to oh, come here? And I look at it. I mean, I go to Paramount yeah. and sit alone in the screening room. Yeah. Like, you know, very fancy. Yeah. And I look at this really nice pilot. I think, yeah. wow, that's entertaining. Yeah. But it's a little little serious, a little logy. Yeah. You know, yeah. all right, we're going to turn starboard. Yeah. In a way, five <laughs> years on a ship, are you going to say? So I lighten up, guys, is what I mm -hmm. thought mm -hmm. and wrote. Mm -hmm. And then we made a second pilot. Yeah. And so as against people saying, how did you audition? Yeah. I auditioned them in this case. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and it sold. Yeah. And it went three years, and then it was canceled, and that was it. Three-year gig, that was fine. Yeah. I'm on to other things. Right. Six years goes by while it ferments in... What were you doing for the six years? Well, for a, a year, I did, uh, I did summer theater. Okay. I put together a production of one of those Broadway plays. Yeah. One set 
yeah. Broadway plays, sure. comedies. Yeah. Went out in comedies. Yeah. Uh, and then did television. And yeah. did, you know. Hang on. But uh, like, did, but did you find that it worked against you, the series, initially? No, not right. really. Yeah. But, but traditionally, when you did, then, in those days, when yeah. you did a series, you had... The, not the stigma, but the aura yeah. of that series around you. Right. So that you were, if you were going to play a villain, you were yeah. Captain Kirk playing a villain. Right. So they wouldn't put you in as a villain. Yeah. Although now, if you're popular in this series, oh, look at that. He was a hero in that series and he's playing a villain. It becomes something, at least I think, I don't know. Yeah. Listen, did, I don't know anything. Did you see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the Quentin Tarantino movie? Yeah. How close was that to reality? No. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> but what is reality? What is reality here? There's no reality. There's no there's no path to follow. Everything right, so, anything good is following a different path. Six so it takes six years to ferment. Right. My son in law, yeah. Joel Gritch, has directed a fabulous lo, low budget yeah. film. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And at the moment, because of the way the conditions are, he can't sell it. Mm. He's trying to sell this fabulous yeah. film. Yeah. It'll sell. Yeah. And if the writer's strike goes on for any length of time, yeah. uh, it'll it'll be snapped up. The same way my documentary uh, uh, called Call Me Bill yeah. is uh, was shown at uh, South by Southwest uh, yeah. a film uh, festival and got 12 universally Great notices, yeah. fabulous notices, unbelievable. We haven't sold it yet. Hmm. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. That this this moment in time, this fall, uh, uh, this summer, yeah, we are in a strange uh, area of selling films, and that is the net. Well, whatever passes for networks, yeah. <clears throat> the exhibitors have bought a lot of content. Yeah. They're full up. Now, if the writer's strike goes on, people are more. There'll be more there'll yeah. be more demand. And that's what everybody's waiting for. So we were talking about the fermenting of Star Trek, I think. Right. So it goes on it's canceled. Yeah. Six years goes by. Yeah. There's this thing called syndication that yeah. happens. Right. That nobody knew about syndication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unions, you know, SAG never allowed for uh for money for the uh, people who made the show yeah, yeah. on re repeats. Yeah. And so suddenly they're repeating it. And all of a sudden, younger people are looking at it. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, look at that. Yeah. And suddenly there's a demand for Star Trek. Right. Six years after yeah. it was canceled. Yeah. And that was it. That was it. That's what turned everything around. Right. That then you have a whole other career. Of making movies. Uh, about Star about Trek. Star Trek. <laughs> are you happy? Uh Listen, man. Yeah, I'm man. here yeah. in my full health. Yeah, I drove a nice car here yeah. that I used to take two great Dobermans, yeah. my buddies around. Yeah, and, and I'm after this. I'm going home. My yeah. wife is there. Uh, you know, my yeah. children are all around in yeah. the area. That's great. I'm, I got a great. I am. This is uh, why wait. I'm because this is it. Because this is what you wait for, and it's beautiful. Yeah. Now, but it, it's interesting to me that. You seem very self-aware and have for years of who you are. I don't know who I am. 
I'm foundering about who am I. I don't know about self-knowledge. You, what does that phrase mean, know thyself? Do you know what that means? Well, I'm saying, well, here's what, well, maybe not philosophically, but what I'm saying well, is people people reach out to you to do all these things because he's like, that's Bill Shatner, and he's going to do the Bill Shatner thing. Well, what is the Bill Shatner I'd, thing? Well, in music, you seem to talk and have a certain sense of <laughs> irony about your, your well, place in well, the Well, wait a minute, but it's, I'm talking to music. What is singing? <laughs> no, I know. What is singing? I know. Well, well no, don't give me I know. I'm not, what? Tra- I'm not judging it. I think it's, Yes, it's, you are. You I, seem to talk. That's I like it. Talk. Then I, I, I agree with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, but but it's a style. I'm saying that you have a style. You have a brand. A you style are the, because I wish I could sing and I can't <laughs> sing. But people love it. Well, they keep I, making records. I know. I've got two best-selling records out there. My Christmas record was number one, and my blues record was number one. Yeah, yeah. You tried to sing on the blues record. I I was doing blues. Yeah. What is blues? Oh, I'm suffering. That's blues. <laughs> 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 but 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 I, what I'm saying is that like you're consistent that you whether you know it or not you you've built a brand for yourself. Well, what is a brand? I'm myself. I am who I am. But you don't. Know I don't who know you who are. I am. Right? You don't. Is no. That- what I don't know what these imitators are doing when they imitate speech pattern. I don't understand that. I I I frequently turn to my wife or somebody who I'm with. Yeah. Are they are they are they doing me? Do, do those all those people that uh, that are food for entertainers to imitate? Do they know that that imitator is doing them? Did you did you like Belushi's? Who John Belushi when he did you? Yeah, I mean he did me, but they're they're act. I had actors, I had yeah. uh, comedians come up and I had to do a great you. Yeah, and, and, and I got into it. an argument with one of them saying, "No, I do a better me than yeah. you do me." You know, it was a yeah. funny argument. But but I'm not quite sure what all that is. And maybe it's the lack of self-consciousness. Hmm. Uh, this um, Stars on Mars yeah. uh, is new. It's on yeah. uh, Fox. Yeah. Uh, the premiere's June 5th. Yeah. And um, and it's – so they call me. Yeah. And they say, we got this. They send me the material. Yeah. And it's amusing. They wrote it, I thought, right. amusingly. Yeah. So I'll go down and I record for a day yeah. uh, part of what I had to do. Yeah. Okay. So I'm in front of a camera, yeah. and I got these words in front, of, and I'm I'm saying them what I for in in a manner that I hope is amusing. Yes. So I spend the day, and at the end of the day, the producers come up to me. Three, you know, more than one producer comes up. Great, that's great. That sets the tone for the whole thing. I said, "What are you talking about?" Well, we didn't think of it as being that funny, but yeah. now it's funny. Right. So it's funny and irony, and it's serious and yeah. it's funny. And I, well, that's what I saw. Uh, you know. And they said, "Well, that's good. Now we know what to do." Yeah, yeah. it was the most amazing thing. Yeah, and they didn't have—they didn't have an idea before. Well, they had an idea, but yeah. it wasn't the same idea that I had. Yeah, and I just came in and did what I did, what I thought, and it turned out to be correct. Ended up in Australia in Cooper Pedy in the middle of the outback. Yeah, five hundred miles inland, and in yeah. one of the great deserts on uh, on Earth. That's where you shot it. That's where we shot most of. Uh, on Mars. On Mars. And so you were in Australia for a while? Just came back. Did you like it? Well, yeah. Like. Yeah. It's a strange. It is, right? Uh, what's the word I want for De- desiccated? Yeah. It's a strange desiccated place. Yeah. There's no water except 
the rains came this year yeah. in untold, unknown yeah. quantities. Right. And so there's water. There are wet spots around. But in addition to that, yeah. it's the place where Australian opals come from. Mm. So there's opal mining going on there. Yeah. Do you know what opal mining in, in, in Cooperpedia is? Yeah. It's open. You get a you get a grant. Yeah. You get a piece of land. You yeah. put a claim in, and then start and you drilling. start digging. No, yeah. just dig. You dig with a shovel. Yeah, and you dig and you dig and you dig and you know what you dig? What? First of all, you dig a tunnel so yeah. you can live in it, because not in the month of uh, June. Yeah, uh, that we're in or about May, but in the summertime, their summer, which is our winter, it gets to 120 degrees. And they're still digging for opals during the day at mm. 120 degrees. Is opal a big money rock? It can be if it's Australian opals with fire oh. in it. You have to have the fire. Oh, so and that's unusual. Did you know this before you went to Australia? Dimly. Now I know it <laughs> emphatically. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. Now, you seem like a good guy. What? You seem like a good guy. Yeah, I and, seem like a good yeah. guy. What and, the fuck does that mean? <laughs> but but how come they're like they're because I talk English and I'm looking at you in the eye. Well, I'm getting a kick out of you. Okay, good. <laughs> that, that that that's the most important part. I know. How good is that? What a great compliment! I'm getting a kick out of you, and you see people twice a week. Yeah, right, right. And you interview them, and you're yeah. getting a kick out of me. That's but, a great compliment. But but there's some at some point in your life, your reputation preceded you. What does that mean? That you. <laughs> <laughs> that you were kind of uh, difficult. Difficult? Yeah. No, I am not, I'm the least difficult. But, but, I'm the most professional, you, dif, uh, least difficult actor you've ever met. But not as but an you actor. But you know why? Did you, you know annoy why? people? You There's annoy people. There's a guy on on Star Trek, for some unknown reason, huh. is bad-mouthing me for 60 years. Why? I don't know. Oh. I don't know him. Who? <laughs> some guy's making me out to be Which difficult. Which guy? Oh, I don't even want to... A guy, there's a guy, yeah, okay. Who is, I don't know, but how about with Nimoy? You did you get I loved Nimoy, yeah. Nimoy loved me. I wrote a book called called uh, uh, Leonard, but was there always like that with Leonard? Yeah, were you always pals? Well, always yeah. we met on the set, and sure. he was he was uh, he was. Uh, in, inward bound, yeah, uh, uh during the three years. Mm. Uh, I, I knew him and yeah. liked him. He, yeah. We had a great deal in common, but it was only afterwards when we had to associate on on meetings and things and films yeah. and, that he became my brother. Okay, and uh, I loved him, and he loved me. Yeah, and uh, we were great together. So uh, a long, interesting relationship. A long, wonderful, brotherly brother. We we. Called each other brothers, a brother I never had, and the brother he. Huh, was that's interesting, and that evolved. That evolved. Yeah, yeah, through tragedy and success. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Death, divorce, children. Yeah. Uh, difficulties with other people, things, sickness, illness. He health. stepped up, huh? Huh? He stepped up time and again. He was a beautiful man. And you too, for him. I. I would like to think so, but in my, if I were to consider that, I would think he stepped up more often for me than I did for him because yeah. the opportunity was there. Yeah. Was it mostly around uh, your wife's death? My wife's death was one of them. 
divorce. Mm. Yeah, you know, we go through life. The, the, but he was always there, huh? He, he was a super guy. That's nice. Super guy. That's good, right? Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Are you a vegetarian? For a while, I was. I was on the cover of Vegetarian Magazine, and then I began meats, and then I see where meat isn't that good yeah. for you, but then yeah. how good it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm somewhere in between. I realize how critically important vegetables are. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with an occasional steak. <laughs> so you don't overdo Medium it. Medium rare. You, got to, you must be a good, genetically good sound. I got to be. It's all in, the, it's all in your inheritance. Well, also, you're, both your sisters are around, too. Exactly. My sister, one, I got one sister older than I am. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. Thank God, right? Yeah. Well, uh, yes, if, if that's God, yeah. Gaia or whatever. I just talked to Smokey Robinson. He's 83, sharp as a tack. Yeah. 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 So- all right, let's let's roll you, it. Where, what? Where, do tax still exist? A couple. Push well, where do you buy tax these days? What are you talking? You buy them at Staples. You well, buy why them at would you want to you do that when you have you magic, can... magic, uh, magic what? Stickums. So you what, can post it. No, no, like tape. So you put a piece of magic tape. Uh, if you're you got you got a picture up on your wall. Yeah. So that's you, a, that's with a nail. Right. So yeah. but you can use stuff that doesn't require a nail. Yeah. It sticks it just as uh, emphatically, just as securely. And then if you twist it, it yeah. comes off without leaving a mark. See, this is why you're sharp as a tack, because you ask the big questions. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think tacks are like... Uh, pushpins. I've used a couple pushpins here and there. Push you, well, you, if you have a bulletin board... Yeah, look at you. got a bulletin no, board this with is, nothing on this it. This isn't a bulletin board. It's soundproofing. Oh, Okay, well, so tell me about this watch that you. Uh, right, I almost so, insulted you at the no, beginning. Yeah. I thought so it was going to go. Comes up to me. It's going to go sideways because of the watch. I thought like, oh, well, we got some things to talk about. Uh, the watch. Yeah. So, so a company called Egard, E G A R D, comes to me some years ago. Mm -hmm. Like to make a watch. So we make a watch, and it's pretty popular. Yeah. And it, go, it comes and it goes. Expensive. And I don't remember getting any money for it, but it was. Is it an expensive know, watch? Uh, you know, in the five hundred to thousand dollar. Okay, so it's not yeah. it's not inexpensive, it's, right? And, and I don't know what the word expensive means because it's it varies. You know, I would say a five thousand dollar watch is expensive. See, and that's not expensive for a uh, for an expensive watch. No, exactly. Yeah. So, so that's exactly right. Five thousand dollars would be an expensive watch for me too. Right. But in but the, in the in world in, of watches, in, in horology, yeah, you know, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars yes. is worth. Who the hell needs a watch that costs that much? Money? Right. But. It's not to tell the time. I know. It's to have a work of art on your fridge. Well, this one's a pretty good watch. But Which one is it? It's the, the Space Watch. The Space Watch. Yeah. You know, the Omega. Okay. Uh, so know. Omega's really good. Yeah, it's an but Omega. It's, but it's know. Omega with a the Swiss. one that went to the space. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Speedmaster. Yeah. A speedy. So, uh, yeah, I've got uh, one myself. Okay. Um, did you so wear it, did you wear it in space? Did so it? now they come back to me and say, we'd like to make another watch. This yeah. Years, like, like this past year. Yeah. And I said, let's do it because I've suddenly had a vision. And instantaneously, the vision of the face of the watch came to me. And I described what I wanted. And yeah. He, and the guy uh, sketched it out. No, I want this. Then he made it up. And no, it's missing this. It's missing that. And finally, we got what I wanted. Yeah. So I've That got, honored your vision? It is my vision. Ah. 
So the the second the second hand yeah. is the Webb telescope that triangle. Oh, okay. So now that's telling you the seconds. Yeah. There's the rising Earth for the uh, hours. Uh, goes, the rising go sun, you can yeah. see it. Oh yeah, yeah. And the rising sun oh. for the uh, minutes. So celestial watch. The celestial. Oh. And that's the watch oh. with a scattering of the of the Milky Way in the blackness of the center. Really? And the strap yeah. looks like moon rock. Wow. So it's a an incredibly innovative watch. This sounds like the most personal project you've worked on. It possibly could be, except I'm writing songs that are very, very personal as well. So you're not doing covers. This next record's going to be all original music. My the, re- the record that's out there now called Bill, yeah. which is on Spotify, yeah. is all personal songs as oh, okay. well. I'll talk about that in a minute. Let me finish the watch. Yeah. So the watch is coming up for sale soon, Yeah. Uh, in the next month or so. Yeah. So E-G-A-R-D and I are putting Agard's watch company and I yeah. are putting up a watch yeah. that uh, will it'll be up there soon uh, with some publicity saying this is the space watch that Shatner designed. Shatner, the well, man, the myth. The myth, the man, and the, <laughs> and the watch. Um, what Bill, was the other? The record, all personal. So the album. So, so um, let me tell you this story. Yeah. So a guy by the name of Robert Chernow and I, he's, um, he's a big wig in, in New York, and I met him, and he'd come to Los Angeles to do business. And yeah. I've forgotten the reason why. We would decided to meet at a restaurant years yeah. and years ago. Whenever he came in, we'd meet at this restaurant. How many years? 20. Okay. So Robert and I would meet at this restaurant. What did he do? He's uh, he's uh, in the in the hierarchy of of show business. Okay, as that that's as specific as I wish to be. Okay, and or as he wants me to be. Still and, around? Huh? Still around? Oh yeah, very okay. much. He's okay. very he's very young and v- an incredible poet. I didn't know that. Yeah. So now we're meeting. We talk. We laugh. We tell us what I'm doing. What are you doing? What? Yeah. And we become really. He becomes like my. He becomes my brother. Yeah. He becomes a great friend of mine. Yeah. And all we do is meet at, at a restaurant and have duck. Yeah. And we, and we look forward to it. And we laugh. And we dance two, three hours. One day he brings a friend of his. Yeah. Musician. Right. Dan Miller of They Might Be Giants. The yeah. The album. The, the, the uh, I know group. The album yeah. Giants. So Dan and Rob and I meet. We're having dinner. And Dan says, you know, we should make an album. Yeah. And Rob says, we should make an album about Bill's experiences. Yeah. So now Bill starts to spin some of these experiences. For example, when I left home, Montreal, I said, goodbye, Mom and Dad. I'm in a little $400 car, a cheap, the cheapest little English car you could get. Yeah. And I'm driving to Ottawa to, to uh, uh, be, a be a member of a $50 a week uh, acting company. Okay. I got across a bridge. I yeah. think it was the Cartier Bridge over the St. Lawrence River, but yeah. I've forgotten. And I've got this cheap little car, and I'm driving with all my belongings in the back there, and a big truck, an 18-wheeler is coming at me, and you know they push a volume of air in front of their uh, in front of their bumper there. Yeah. There's a, like a big bubble of air. And that bubble of air takes me and sweeps me to the side of the little car, and I'm almost gone. Well, I just miss it, and I keep going. Okay? <laughs> yeah. I'm crossing a bridge yeah. at the beginning of my life. Ah. 
and we write a song oh. called The Bridge. Yeah. And we're all crossing a bridge. Yeah. And we're always facing an 18-wheeler coming yeah. our way. Yeah. And we're always threatened. We always just make it until we don't. Yeah. And that's what the song is about, and that's what the 12 songs are are like on the album bill. Right. So the album bill, which is on Spotify, received the kinds of notices like breathless, like one of the great, I mean, incredible reviews for yeah. Bill. Hey, we're doing well. Let's make another album. Yeah. So we start to write the songs. We don't have a, a deal. And I'm asked to perform at Kennedy Center uh, by Ben Folds, who I'd made an album with Ben Folds, which got very popular. So Ben says, uh, what, what are you going to do? I said, well, I've got all these songs that we've written for another unsold album. I'll do that. So I do seven songs, one of which is called So Fragile, So Blue. And it's a song about space and the fragility of just what we, you, yeah, you and I were talking early. about yeah. a moment ago. So Fragile, So Blue. Yeah. So we make a documentary about my performance at Kennedy Center and a great documentary maker is editing it right now. Okay. It'll probably be called Live at Kennedy Center. Okay. And the and an album of that performance, which was picked up by the London LSO, the London Symphony Orchestra, yeah. which is a very prestigious album uh, label. So there'll be an album of my performance. There'll be, uh, on, on the London Symphony Orchestra, there'll be another documentary, probably called Live at Kennedy Center. Yeah. And... We want to make a music video of So Fragile, So Blue, yeah. because intertwined in the lyrics of So Fragile, So Blue is the phrase, what can we do? Yeah. And my hope, my fantasy is I get personalities to say, what can we do a la We Are the World? Yeah. And it becomes a rallying cry for what can we do about global warming? Yeah. So... A company called Legion M mm. has taken up those three uh, elements, and we're working on selling and and uh, uh, and uh, uh, promoting those things, which are now at Cannes. Cannes uh, Cannes Can Film Festival sure. is on now, and so we're selling it at Cannes. We're looking for sponsors on on, on both of those. Wow! In the meantime, there's these NFTs. Oh yeah. Uh, Orange Comet is the name of the company that's doing my NFT. And it's going to be unique in the NFT world. It, it debuts, I think, June 15th. You're a crypto guy? Well, crypto is... is I don't a, know anything. No, I'm well, just drawing I, that out. I, I know a smattering. Crypto is an electronic currency. Yes. So you're talking about the electronic world of which NFTs is part of. Right. But the electronic world is our next human extension. Yes. And along with uh, artificial intelligence. Yeah. Is part of a world that is coming our way along with planet destruction. I mean, what the future, the immediate future holds for mankind is so suspect that the head of the biggest company making artificial intelligence yeah. says in front of the Senate, you've got to control us. You've got to issue laws governing uh, artificial intelligence because what's happening is going to be really awful for us. For example, 
right now there are machines that can make you and me sound like you and me. I know. Not only sound. I, I don't even know if this but is us. look like uh, th- you and us? me. Is this us? Huh? Are we real? Exactly. Oh. Are we real? I don't know. So, all right. So here's the question. <laughs> yeah. So, so you got that, right? Yeah. The, there are machines exist right now. That can make us. That are going to get better next week. Sure. And in a year from now yeah. and five years from now, right. you'll be indistinguishable from what is really you and what is not you. Hmm. Indistinguishable. Wow. I'm going to join a company that's going to beam me in to various places that want me to appear and beam me in. Yeah. I'll be here in Los Angeles, but I'll be there. But but will you will, will it be you or just a facsimile of you? Would you have anything to do with it? Yes. Because you, you just trust But I can record it here. Well, can you do that or now? Or I can do I can be live there. But can you do that now? Are you saying live? No. Now? My image yeah. will be indistinguishable from being real. Unless they come up and poke at you. Exactly. Okay. I mean, I so can be on the like screen, but I'm talking about beaming in. But I think the real concern becomes where that's happening and you have nothing to do with it. Exactly. You make the president <laughs> announce we're at war. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Yeah. That's that's there now. We're, yeah. So this is the future. See, your fear at the beginning of the uh, heating up of the planet where it gets rid of the human virus, the, uh, fortunately, there'll be a facsimile of you, well, there moving you are. through the world. So yeah. the complexity yeah. of what humankind is facing mm-hmm. right now yeah. is almost beyond our ability to, to, to grasp. But Orange Comet. So Orange Comet yeah. is making an NFT. It's not. It doesn't have anything to do with... E-commerce, ele- yeah. electronics. Okay. Although I'm not sure how you. I know you have to pay for it mm. in in the usual fashion, but I'm not sure about what the electronic commerce is going to be about paying for. Yeah. It. But an NFT is a non fungible token. Yeah. You will get something. Yeah. You will buy something. Yeah. For the price that they will announce, that will be uniquely yours. Sure. There's. You will get a variation, minute but a variation of what this image is of me. Now, they said, what do you want to do is for an image? I said, I want you to make a connection, a universal connection. We all are made of stardust. We know that. Mm. But we all are unified on this planet. We all evolve together. We are all connected. Everything animate is connected. And in fact, inanimate objects are connected as well because we all evolve together. Sure. I want the NFT to exhibit to be a artistic version of this connection. How they do? I think they brilliantly did it. A great artist has made uh, a vision of me mm. that's extraordinary. It's yeah. almost beyond be able to describe, yeah. to see it, to believe it. In addition to that, there'll be an object a doll, yeah. if you will, of me. Yeah. There's uh, uh, 1,500 of them yeah. that will go out as well, differently dis- inscribed in five lots. Now, the doll, is that like an action figure? Yes, it's an action figure, but signed okay. by me yeah. and in lots of 500, five times 500. I think that's going to go well for you. It should go well. I think it your, should be. Your, your classic fan base will enjoy those. Well, I hope so. Yeah. But- also, collectors should sure. be able to enjoy it, too. Well, that's what I mean. It's, it's collectors. unique. Yeah. It's unique. Oh, they're collectors of NFTs, and that's the value. But you have some old-school collectors. You have some Trekkie collectors. Yes. So the Trekkie stuff yeah. will go, yeah. one presumes. But the NFTs are collections sure. as well. Yeah. And and when you are able to show your 
your friend, your person next to you, I have this object here in my wallet. In my And there's nothing my, else like it. And nothing else like it. Yeah. That's coming out. And then eventually they'll have them where you can, you can actually come on the screen and go like, he's telling the truth. Yeah, he's, he's true. <laughs> Nothing like it. What else is happening? Come we, on. we covered all of it. No, we haven't. Called. Stars on Mars, NFT, the new record, the unexplained. You want, you the can, unexplained the, season the watch, four is the coming watch. Uh, We already uh, did uh, the watch. We didn't do unexplained. Okay. Unexplained yeah. on the, uh, what are you looking at? Nothing, I'm just looking at. Yeah, no. You, every no, so often you look over I at told that you, screen. It's, 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 I know, I but I'm sure I'm, it's recording. I know, but what, what are you going to do? I'll raise or lower my, my sound? Sometimes. No, I'll just. No, you don't have like to. This. Come on. Yeah. So uh, Unexplained yeah. is a big hit yeah. on Netflix and on uh, the History Channel. Yeah. And it's all about unexplained things. Mm. Whole cities that are underground that were ancient. Yeah. How did they do that? Yeah. Uh, UFOs that come at certain times. What do you think about that? Well, what's a UFO, man? I don't know, man. You were in space and it didn't no, go well. No, no, no. Don't do that. I, you were in space. No, you uh, were, but like, well, you know. Well, uh, you don't see it in space. I know that, but you, we talked about You see about it on them. film on a naval, a naval airplane. So you takes on, pictures of, of a, a UFO. Yeah. It's unidentified. Are you un, are you optimistic about them? What does that mean? I, what do you mean? It's self, what do you no, mean? but when you ask the question, what do you want to know? I'm, I'm saying that. Do you think UFOs uh, offer that there's promise there? Well, you, but but it's unidentified. I get it. Do you know what a mirage is in the desert? Yes. What's a mirage? It's a manifestation of something that isn't there because of uh, refracting light. Okay, partially correct, uh. because it is there. But it's being, by by the variations of of the Earth. Yeah, that object is somewhere that has hit the different uh, currents of air. Yeah, the air is hot and cold, much like sound in the ocean. Okay, if it hits a layer of yeah. water. You can the the whales can sound, go be heard three thousand miles away. Got it. Okay. Yeah. The same thing applies to the air. Yeah. So objects ten miles or a thousand miles away, right? Sometimes can be seen by refracted light. Yeah. That look like a mirage. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that mirage is not there, but is there. Right. So that's what some of these ships at sea are seeing. Look, we saw a vessel and then went into the ocean. Yeah. So that's what this UFO might be. Yeah. But this is the, the, it's a it's a quality of of electronics and and the strangeness of of uh, 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 of static electricity. Yeah. There's an explanation for it. Yes. That I don't know. Yeah. But that the vagaries, uh, uh, the mysterious things that are going on yeah. in the atmosphere and under and under the sea yeah. are unknown to us. Yeah. There's so much that we don't know. Yeah. We think we know something. We know nothing. Yeah. Mankind knows nothing. Yeah. Okay. And then those superhuman beings who know something. Yeah. Those scientists, they know nothing. Yeah. Compared to what there is to know. So we know nothing about, and we really know nothing. Yeah, so we know nothing, and the guys and they, who know and things the know, barely And know the know-somethings know nothing. Uh, okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, that's, and that's what the uh, And that's what a UFO is. The unexplained is? That's all a, about what that? the explain, unexplained is. It's exactly what it is. Okay? <laughs> and I'm fascinated. I go into Why don't you call it we know nothing? Well, we know nothing. <laughs>
I did an interview show called I don't uh, what I don't I don't understand. Yeah. It was all about things I don't understand, which is everything. Yeah. But you seem to have a handle on a lot of things. No. I can ask the question. <laughs> Like you know, like why are you picking your nose? I but I don't know. I, I don't just, know what the uh, what the answer is. I didn't quite pick it. I, I think I just rubbed it. No, yeah, you it, rubbed it because you're polite. You didn't want to pick it. I don't. I don't pick. And how do you pick your nose when you have a mustache? Yeah. So these are the big questions. Right? If you want to see season well, no, but two, I mean, so but people don't ask those <laughs> questions. They do. What? No. They don't. Anybody ever ask you a question? It, how do you pick your nose if you have a mustache? Well, you could just the same way you do without a mustache. No. Yeah. The hair in your mustache no, gets you, a different no, in the way of the uh, hair in not, your nose. These are not the big. These are not the big issues. No, but these are questions. Sure. That it, that the answer extends to how do you feel about yourself? Well, th- right. But the bottom line is, after all, is uh, as we evolve and as you evolve. Involved, that uh, even with the the UFOs and the the existential uh, 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 realization in space is that you find a lot of joy in your family and your grandkids and you have exactly. a nice life and you like horses yeah and you know your life is full exactly and uh, are, you, the, are you bringing this to an end kinda yeah you look like it's it has the sound of doesn't it? The, I think I'm, a, I, I, a I usually, rising crescendo. I'm, I'm not even that professional at this kind of stuff but I think for you. I'm going to do a big end. Now, the horse thing. Okay. So in oh, That's um, the other thing, Junta, the charity, yeah. Uh, it's a Saturday night. I've been putting on a charity called the, the uh, Hollywood Charity Horse Show mm. for 35 years. You love horses. Yes. I love horses. But the charity yeah. is for children and veterans. Yeah. And I love children and I love veterans. Yeah. So I've raised... Somewhere in the neighborhood of four hundred to five hundred thousand dollars a year yeah. for thirty-five years. Hmm. So that's millions of dollars yeah. that have gone to uh, veteran charities and children's charities. Millions of dollars, and the only person working the charity is me, and whoever is my assistant at the yeah. time. Uh, for the last twelve years, uh, Kathleen Hayes has been yeah. my assistant. So she's working the charity with me, the two of us. Yeah. We're not getting paid, so every penny that comes into the coffers of the Hollywood Charity Horse Show, uh, horseshow.org, yeah. uh, any money that comes to us, every penny yeah. goes to those charities, many local uh, Los Angeles charities, mm-hmm. but some national, the Children's Hospital, for example, and yeah. uh, other, but mostly around the Los Angeles area. Uh, but... Also, all across the country. So, that's my charity. Okay. And uh, and that's happening. And that's the show, June 3rd. That, the week of June 3rd. Now, you satisfied? Never. Mm. All right. This was pretty good. I just talked and talked. But do you remember there was a time where you didn't like podcasts? I, I, I don't understand, Pod. Who's listening to us? People can download it like a song. The same people that can go download the music that you said was on Spotify nine times can 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 go download this. That's on the same platform. Well, or you well, can get it on iTunes. Well, what, so you what, get, do you have a theme? Yeah, you, talking to people like you. But, but I'm unique. You're the only Bill Shatner I know. Exactly. You're singular. I've talked to many singular people. Oh, that's it. A then. few. Usually uh, uh, directors... Actors, comedians, a lot of comedians, a lot of people no longer with us I talked to. Really? Yeah, I talked to- uh, When they were with us or even after they were- Harder when they're gone. Yeah. (laughs) Just want to know the level of your sanity. (laughs) It was very good talking to you. My pleasure, man. 
How amazing was that? I had a very good time. And I think he did as well. I think he did as well. When the mics went off, we had a conversation about gummies and about uh, his, uh, his sore shoulder. It, 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 it went on for a while. Uh, look, I have to mention again that his new reality series, Stars on Mars, begins Monday, June 5th on Fox. For all his other things, you can go back and uh, listen to the episode again. <laughs> Hang out for a minute. People, we have a first on the full Marin this week. Yes, it's the first time my girlfriend Kit is on the mic. She's trying to get me schooled in some of the movie genres I don't typically watch. Sci-fi, fantasy, horror, that stuff. And I got to be honest with you, she's fucking great on the mic. But I think like Alien. Alien. I think The Fly, The New Fly. Oh, that one's fun. Uh, I remember being uh, you know, profoundly affected by the John Carpenter's thing. Did were you? Because these came out when I was a kid. I love right? John Carpenter. Well, I wasn't a kid. I when love John Carpenter. Yeah, oh, it was in the eighties. What did it scare you, or was it just fucked up? No, I just thought it was like the effects of it, and like yes. the thing, just like when you see the guy in the thing. That dog. <laughs> yeah. That dog. Oh, Je- the, oh, when he breaks open. Jeb the Wolf Dog was yeah. that dog actor's name. I believe that that was. I believe that your friend Patton's. Wife acted with that dog oh, in really? a movie. Yeah, that oh, was that, a prolific canine actor. The current wife. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Patton. Like it would seem to me that uh, you and Patton could hang out for days and just <laughs> play, play D and I've never met him, but I'm, I've eaten I'm, a lot of the ice cream he sent you. So I'm, thank you for that. <laughs> you could just go into a nerd <laughs> hole with Patton, a nerd cave. <laughs> I can't really. So. You can't. You can't do that for days on end. You come out something foul. You, <laughs> you turn into something unwanted. <laughs> You can get that full bonus episode with a full Marin subscription. There are new bonus episodes every week. Plus, you get every WTF episode ad-free. Click on the link in the episode description or go to WTFpod.com and click on WTF Plus to sign up. Next week, we have my Bad Guys co-star Anthony Ramos on Monday and comedian Jeff Stilson on Thursday. This is a one-take raga, a one-take blues raga on the guitar. Fonda, cat angels everywhere.